This is Spooler, India's premium podcast network. My guest on today's episode is a friend who loves exploring. Is funny, is resilient, is curious, is smart, is charming. I can go on. Is human and goes by the name Rana Dagupati. Hi Rana. Hello. Welcome to my show and I'm Thank so you. excited to unravel the ways in which you have flipped the script. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank and you. Exciting. Yeah, this is what you do. It's fun. Thank you so much. It really means a lot that you're here. You're actually my first guest on this like office. Really? Yeah. So Andrew sat in another office. No, we were huh? we went to Bombay. Oh, you went to Bombay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. So awesome. thank you so, so much. So here you go. Here I am. Thank you so much. Okay, I want to dig right deep into the questions. We all know you come from a world of cinema, and uh, we can say that cinema is in your blood, right? But was cinema and doing films like your first plan? Was it your plan A, plan B? There was no other plan B for sure. and for me growing up cinema was more real than real people mm. so that was my world and i thought uh, i mean most time when i was growing up and when i lived in filmnagar which is an area that uh, a lot of telugu filmmakers moved from chennai to hyderabad i thought everyone made movies wow and that's how my childhood was so i don't think there was any other thought it was just how what part of the movies do i fit in and what is what is it that i can do cooler than what's happening i guess that's that's all my life was how cool it's amazing to have that kind of clarity but do you think today people should have a plan b also see i don't know it's 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 each one to their own mm. if you go deep into any world into your plan a there'll be many plan b's within that plan a itself right so i think if you can pick whatever topic of liking mm. the topic of passion topic of what you will really enjoy doing 24 hours a day and just go deep in, in it and you will find many plans to do so like in the movies i have many jobs now right. so yeah and you're enjoying the process of doing so it's like there's so much learning that happens in the process itself see also it's not a it's not a formal place we come from no it wasn't there wasn't there weren't schools to teach us exactly what to do and right. but then it's like say 90% of who's in arts or entertainment today has figured it out pretty much on their own and mm. and do what they do that is true i was actually watching an interview of yours and you used this phrase creative capitalist you know and i was very intrigued by that i want to know how and when did that happen for you so it it actually started quite early when i got to work in the beginning uh, the first film i had produced uh, is a film called bommalata it's belly full of dreams so Now that film uh, cost me about it this has happened in 2005 so it cost me about a crore or little less to make mm. at that point it won two national awards so the boy in the film sai he won uh, for best child actor and the film won best regional film telugu but we didn't have a theatrical release because it was too art house and uh, in 2005 there was nothing called art house mm. that could times were different then take yeah. any mainstream stance so for me it was important that you don't be a struggling filmmaker hmm. while in order because what happens is using your mind hmm. will some sometimes take you to smaller and smaller audiences uh because there is a larger part of the country that you need to resonate with and so now it shifted from that thinking of telling a a story that is very close to me hmm. it's turned into how do i tell a story that i get which is closest to the most number of people So I think that's where it comes from uh and I think any piece of art whether it's a film that you're making or 
whether it's this podcast or any any kind of content right unless there is enough people watching it and for a sense of film uh, it's it's the box office it's deals that you make so i think it's unless there is capitalism behind it it's hard to run the creative so true yeah Yeah, I love that. I love that. You're so smart like that. You're always thinking. No, no, just, we, just I remember, fi- we just figured out how to get here. That's all. No, that's amazing. A lot of people are doing this and then it takes a while to figure that out. But you've figured that out and you're doing so many things. It's excellent. Thank you. Yeah. You know, you know that I do a lot of yoga and health has to be a part of this yes. podcast. And I know how you've struggled in that department. It's been so back to back, but it's amazing how you've bounced back, really. Thank you. And people keep saying you have to look at the brighter side of life. You know, I feel like when you're at that point, it's easier said than done. But you're such a fighter. I want to know what was your mental narrative at that time to keep that fighting spirit and stay sane throughout the whole process. Yes. the right word you used is staying sane correct uh, i think that if you're somewhere able to do that uh and what happens is it's something happening to you is a little more confusing than it happening to a loved one or you don't you don't know how to react because mm-hmm. it's you right it's not uh, you can't feel bad and then you can't go away from it it's it's there right it's a, it's definite yeah so you just have to start uh i don't know i i think i started because i had a habit of reading hmm. i just started reading like crazy wow because i knew i couldn't shoot I, there was a bunch of things i couldn't do hmm. and there was a long period of time that i had to uh, be in hospitals out of hospitals hmm. you, you couldn't plan anything you couldn't hmm. weren't healthy enough to move around hmm. so i think just reading gave me a lot of energy because suddenly you just feel like you own the world and because you're there's a focus time that you start observing more and more material because you're just sitting and reading and doing nothing else you just feel like there's so much in this world that you can do and uh, and yeah and then uh, what what happened in that process is i started doing a bunch of things which now i'm back and i i do those and everything else that i used to so it's just it's fun it's fun it's uh, so i think you just have to find new things and you have to be excited about stuff right it doesn't matter where you are in life right because whatever is common between everyone is there's some time that you're going to go Right. Right. So yeah. that's definite. Yeah. So let's just believe in that definite a little more and live well. Yeah, that's an interesting thing you said, right? Like you didn't, you couldn't do anything else, so you read a lot. Yeah. And it's helping you right now today, right? With all the ideas, maybe you came out with that happened to me during COVID, right? Because suddenly I was back at home from Bombay, sitting, not doing anything, and I kept reading a lot. I'm a voracious mm. reader anyway. That's when I came up with the ideas of a podcast or bubble tea and stuff. And at that time, it seemed very daunting. But I guess at times like that, like really, really helps. But you, you right? need those kind of times, right? Whether it's, I mean, the pandemic happened to everybody. But I think uh, in everyone's life, unless there is a circle of growth and fall, right? Uh, you don't, you, you don't see the full journey. Hundred percent. So now I just feel like it's it's nicer when it happens early. You mm. could, you learned mistakes early, and then you can yeah. go forward. I must tell you, every time I've seen you, even during a phase that you were going through something like that, you never showed it. You're always this, like this person, g- doing things for others and stuff. So kudos to that. There's something that we have to learn about you. Thank you. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> okay. okay, let's move to like a happier domain right yes, now, good, and good. I want to speak about you're like the bad boy in Bahubali. Everyone knows that. 
And also I can say you were like the single flamboyant bad boy bad boy in life yeah like in that. life and okay. and we all love that about you i say that effusively honestly <laughs> okay. what made you take the plunge with your beautiful wife mihika i know you've known her for a really long time i think your sister studied together yeah my sister and yeah. studied together so yes. what made you take that plunge so again it was again in the pandemic <laughs> yeah uh, i realized see first i needed marriage more than <laughs> she needed marriage because I'm like a loose cannon. <laughs> I can just go flying away and I I I guess once I met her I realized okay this is probably what stability really means and uh, uh I can actually have an anchor. So I think that's uh, so as soon as I met her I I just felt like okay now my life seemed more balanced after I met her. Right. So when I felt like okay now this is this is what I haven't done in life so I should do this. Do this and, and concentrate on other things also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that's it and then we just got married in the pandemic we called yeah. nobody. <laughs> uh, how cool. Yeah, it was just so sudden, right? Yeah, and then I sent everybody VR glasses to watch. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. For me it was exactly the opposite. I used to my when I turned 30 south indian home obviously get married get married i felt like i used all my cards my i'm doing this in life my i'm not finding someone with the um, mental stimulation and all of that stuff i associated marriage to my wings being clipped you know like and i made that such a big deal i got married like 7 8 months ago right and i see how it's not like that it was just something that i something built in made yeah, yeah made in my head up and today i'm happy and you can do anything that Good you want to do Congrats. so i guess yeah we're in the same boat there yeah yeah um okay one thing i must tell everyone who's watching this is rana is one of the best hosts possible he throws the best parties if it's at his home or hosting the saima <laughs> after parties he's okay. just so cool with these parties and i've always looked at him thinking what a confident guy like you exude this confidence and charm i want to know someone like you and as humans we all have a set of insecurities and especially as actors i feel like we have a lot more someone at your stature your confidence what is yours if you have any i don't know i just don't know any other way to be So you say no insecurities? Actually no not really. Wow. See it's because I just feel like I started off knowing nothing. Hmm. Like I failed in school. Like I was terrible in academics. Uh the fact I mean at most times I thought I'll get nowhere. Yeah. And the fact that every time you learned something you were able to do it it worked. Right. So I just feel like life is only about learning and unlearning and just keep going right. So I I don't feel a sense of security or insecurity in mm. that manner at all. Okay. Because I don't think anyone's doing what I'm doing anyways. Like my journey is only mine. Like I'm the only one on that path. So I that, guess that's that's where it all comes from. That's such a secure place to be. <laughs> it's fun. It's happy. <laughs> yeah, especially as actors, even if you feel like you're secure, there is something or the other, right? that comes up i don't know in terms See, of i think my career also started a bit differently you know as an actor but, uh, i tr- i was i was trying to make movies as a producer the stories i wanted to tell weren't being told because they weren't actors who liked those stories mm. or uh, other people who didn't back that type of content then i just became an actor and i kept doing the content i wanted mm. so it wasn't something that i was but that was happening that i wanted mm-hmm. it was something else that i wanted to make and bring to the table so i think the approach is different so it's not like okay he has that film i want that right. okay this is what everyone's doing 
let me do something like this and so that i think that's where it comes from nice i'm sure it's if yeah. i'm able to explain it no it makes sense maybe it also it has to do something with your childhood and your upbringing for me honestly because i was raised in a home where we were told every day how amazing we were you know and i really liked that because it didn't make us arrogant we stayed humble but that confidence just helps me being very secure irrespective of what noise is happening around me maybe that played a role too oh yeah definitely my yeah. bringing played a lot in who i am yeah uh also like the rest of like it's funny i was with my like last night there was a dinner at home and i was with my dad's friends mm. who are sitting around so my dad's uh, from Michigan Ann Arbor so he's like a mechanical engineer from there and so all his friends are well educated and <laughs> really well on well <laughs> bright in that yeah. academia mm. and there was a conversation that he was having he said see i did this i was so good in school my, none of my school people called me but this guy didn't even pass out of that school <laughs> they make him alumni they put his photo there uh, so i just feel like everyone around me were achievers they studied a lot yeah and i felt like i was always trying to play catch up right. to the people around me and uh, i started working early and then everything changes right yeah yeah but family was a very solid secure thing so unlike how they said to you that you guys were awesome and excellent yeah. they never said that oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. thought we were terrible <laughs> and we would do nothing so i think that pushed us in a different direction right yeah that uh, worked out for you and see everyone in like you have achievers in your house and achieving in the arts is like an independent achievement mm. is got is got you got to create something and put it out there yeah. and people have to like it correct uh so so i think it's with that like you got to figure life out figure otherwise life out. you don't make it in the scene yeah so i think that was a pressure when i was young and then it just yeah my story was somewhat similar because academically i wasn't i was like my brothers like someone who gets 99 and they yeah. send his papers back because he's expecting a 100 and i'm like barely making that 65 cut my dream was always to get into mount carmel college i got in then one fourth supermodel 7 months into the thing my parents said okay fine go to new york mm. and i remember there was a guilt attached because everyone was doing the typical thing right mm. and i was in new york modeling at that time cut to so many years later they called me as a chief guest to mm. speak mm. that time i felt like okay maybe i'm doing something right in life like that validation at that point right so i guess we've had our similar yeah. things yeah yeah that's interesting i want to know okay since we talk about films there've been so many um conversations and controversies around the films like arjun reddy kabir singh and now animal mm-hmm. and i was watching this show where i heard someone take a stand saying how they will play that character purely based on their desire to portray that role and someone on the same table said they would never do a character like that because their moral compass wouldn't allow them because they have a certain obligation towards their audience and i remember watching that and thinking wow i agree with the first person and with the second person it's a conflicting thing but i do agree for someone like you when you're choosing a role like that and if you get something that's a, a great character if we may call it what's your thought process when you're going to be performing well i'm balal dev from the bahubali Correct. movies yeah. i'm a guy who killed my brother mother like literally everybody right. in that scene and got here so right uh see one is uh, i think it's a very personal choice hmm. it'll also depend on the time of your life where you are uh what is your liking at that point uh there are many many things that will influence uh, you before you take that decision right and uh, again it's it's important that 
all kinds of cinema exists mm. because what we are is actually diversity and cinema is like a mirror to society in some ways saying here you go this is what happens and take note of it yeah. right uh, so i think it's important for all kinds of cinema to exist whether i personally do it or not again time will tell it's uh, where are you in your life at that point do you want to tell that story or not right right uh, so like i remember the first time i watched arjun reddy uh in telugu i watched it obviously i thought like i thought vijay was a phenomenal actor hmm. and as i kept watching that film i started getting uncomfortable with it i knew it was great cinema but i knew if i meet guys like that on the street i might not might not say hi to them or Uh, you know right. what i'm saying yeah. so so it's like it's it's conflicting when you watch it itself exactly so i think that's that's the interesting part you're able to tell stories that can raise a voice discuss right. so i think that's that's important yeah i like a movie that leaves you with a conversation yeah, by yeah, the yeah, end of, of it right and i think these films yeah. have done that yeah. i feel like you're very futuristic and you understand the pulse of the market and i really think that's one of your winning qualities you started with a visual art firm right yeah visual yeah, effects and, yeah, and visual effects firm yeah. and it was at a very very nascent stage uh, when it started and then cut to your this actor producer <laughs> investor uh, you like to constantly diversify your portfolio this anthill ventures right. amar chitrakatha yeah, yeah, hyderabad yeah. fc i mean the yeah. list can go on there's a bunch of things there yeah i want to know when you're choosing all these investments what are you thinking about and what peaks your interest see i think anything in the world of entertainment is something that i get excited about the fact that you can tell a story or you can create something and engage a lot of people <coughs> either say movies that you just spoke about it's a thought it's an energy sport it's it creates inspiration it's aspiring uh so i think whatever has the center to do with stories hmm. whether it's a film can be a comic book can be a sport can be a podcast to me i think i that's the world that i understand hmm. like story is the center of things uh and that's how most of my investments happen and not just investments but life itself right like i started visual effects because i thought the next wave to make movies or big movies is through visual effects hmm. but i just thought of it in 2002 or 4 like wow. that so <laughs> i ran a company for 5 or 6 years and i was just too early in the game i was just becoming a sweatshop because hmm. no one really bahubali wasn't being thought of then. <laughs> then like i guess that time my wish was a filmmaker like rajmouli walks in and makes a film like bahubali but it just took a different turn, turn and yeah. i was still part of bahubali so i guess sometimes the ideas are not wrong totally it's just that you have it at a different time mm. you need to understand when the market is right for it uh i don't have a problem failing so i i can i can try something out and i know okay this is too early for it i can hold it back i can come back 5 years later doing the exact same thing wow okay uh, so and a lot of times these have worked like i've invested in gaming many years ago uh, lost a lot of money in it mm. and then i came back with a much lower way of entering gaming and we made a lot of money back in so i just felt like it's it's the idea is not wrong you just have to give it enough time enough energy mm. and put it out there so yeah and even if it doesn't work out i think you know next time what you shouldn't be doing right and yeah, yeah for sure and i and there's a lot of opportunity i see in many things where usually in india what happens is or even world war in some cases where if someone's done it and they failed at it no one goes back to doing it yeah. because there are only certain things that that person did wrong whether it's time whether it's uh 
not the right team not being optimized or whatever else yeah. so i just feel like there's so many ideas out there that got lost to not either not great vision or not great execution and i just feel like they don't fear taking them like mm. as you're talking i feel like you'll be a great teacher like a mentor have oh, you me? thought of, yeah have you thought of doing something because when i had yeah. a conversation with anurag he was like eventually he wants to teach you know and i see how he'd be so good at it i think you'll be excellent well like if i think one is see that's a, teaching is a very hard job mm. i just feel like you need to be a real subject matter expert mm. otherwise otherwise you just influence wrong things that's and wrong true. people yeah, yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> i'll be cautious before i take that step in my life fair enough fair enough but i think it's important as see i think most of our days or anything that you do yeah. is either i'm learning from somebody or someone's learning from yeah, me and that's exactly. that's how we are going all day anyways right yeah uh, to be able to professionally do it i think see anurag is definitely a subject matter expert <laughs> uh, i don't think i am yet so i just feel like yeah. i don't know what i'll teach yeah. but if you want to follow me go for it <laughs> <laughs> i'm learning so much from you from <laughs> okay. this interview seriously now that's the pragmatic side of rana right um, i want to know what moves rana here see like uh, like i told you like in some in this conversation only i said like for me films are more real than real life hmm. mostly like to me what cinema or movies do it's very hard for real life to do mm mm-hmm. like i can cry for a great scene i can cry if i know that this scene is going to come in this next moment like i can feel for these things much much faster but in in real it it's it's a bit hard uh, because oh, really yeah that was my next question do you cry easily in the movies not, not yes not in the movies no that yes, is a process Oh, okay a lot <laughs> okay. like while watching them performing like all of it okay and uh, in real life no not really okay. not as much with the things that happened in my life now unless it's really drastic i don't much care about it it's toughened you yeah it's toughened you to like dude that's not a problem to cry about right so i wow. think it's changed you as a human so i was like is someone dying in this conversation no then why the fuck like so that, oh, wow. that's why i know <laughs> i want to go get there i'm far behind i'm the biggest crier like uh-huh. a story someone on the road anything can move me and i can cry it's important it's important to have that soft side then i think it's also important to figure out like say i have a problem i said see if i feel for something and i don't do anything about it i just i can't i can't not sleep. it's it's a problem Okay. So it's just simpler <laughs> for me not to feel sometimes so right. I just go about the day regularly. Nice. <laughs> it's good. I'm trying to strike that balance, you know. And talking about balance, I truly believe everything in life is transient and mm. especially in our line of work uh we enjoy these high highs and very low lows right i mean the adulation can really get to us and the setbacks can really bog you down i can speak for myself it's happened how do you keep that stability amidst this chaos like to just strike that balance i've just, i've worked long enough in my life and i've seen a lot of work in my mm. life to see that everything is pretty temporary it's not so hard like part of my earlier jobs was working in a lab and in a distribution office mm. so there you see everyday success failure that just keeps moving right it's mm. not it's not an entirety so i think success is a lousy teacher first mm. because when you make it you just feel like wow this is it there's great things that you pick from it it's a very very it's a great feeling you love it but only when you fail is when you start really being careful you start picking mistakes you start learning much more 
and i think that's important as much and uh, and also only when you make mistakes is when you learn new things you learn brilliance also when you make mistakes so i just feel like all of it is pretty important yeah uh, and neither of them should turn you around and it, it's hard it's easier to say it say than it. say it than uh actually live it right uh, so i just feel like it's 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 that's the balance i'm trying to strike i'm also thinking maybe you keep a set of people who keep it real around you you know do you have something oh, yeah, yeah. like that yeah. yeah everybody around me is extremely real yeah see it's again see i work not in vanity really i work in a film studio mm-hmm. where vanity is made from there and sent out <laughs> yeah. it's like manufactured inside right. and fame is only like your morning show collection doesn't mean nothing mm. like your stardom means nothing no, nothing means anything inside of a film studio right because it's it's just been there much longer than you have and <laughs> it stays there after many people go also yeah. so i just feel like i'm one of those rocks and i just need to find things that i can do in longevity nice and, yeah and it's a it's we always had a long term view of many things right. Yeah. See, it's I, I started working from it's almost been 20 years from the time I started visual effects to now hmm. and it's a long time right. and 20 more years you'll I'll still be doing visual effects and still be doing movies yeah so i just feel like it's a permanent job that we have yeah. so unless we're able to think long term there's yeah. no fun in the game that's true for me i think um, initially when i used to get rejected right after signing a film and get rejected it used to crush me but i think over a period of time i've just like i've embraced that it's a part of the process and it's fine and just that switch in perspective mm-hmm. has made a change yeah. you know see most of the problems are here yeah 100% it's how much you make it a problem right it's it's probably not really a issue at all it's not as big as yeah, you yeah, thought yeah. yeah but all this happens in retrospect when you look back you're like come on and you can come up with these gems saying that at that point but it's so hard to practice it at that testing hour for me I think if you're doing multiple things mm. then it's easy. It's very important. It's easier. Yeah. Because you're constantly mapping something to the other which is say I'm saying here you go you're doing a podcast and you're also making bubble tea. Yeah. They're two different things. Yes. But you'll pick from here and put it there, pick from there and put it back here. Right. So when you when you're doing multiple things uh, failure bothers you lesser. and you just keep learning and moving on 100% 100% i can say that safely yes yeah. you know yeah because yeah. i'm not just sitting and waiting and like yeah. why did this happen yeah. i'm not brooding about that talk about movies if there was a superpower that you had that could change something about the movie business or movie industry what would that be it's funny that i say it now but <laughs> but i just wish that the entertainment sector in india hmm. is recognized as officially as any other any other industry in the sense of the government right uh like you you will see people in the entertainment business making way more money than anybody in an IT sector anybody x x or it doesn't matter uh but the recognition that the government or the banks give that industry doesn't apply to entertainment which is enormous in india and uh, so i just feel like i said why why is it this case right i just feel if if i had a superpower i'd change that. that like it's probably the most uh after politics is the most popular thing in the country if not more popular than that yeah so i was like okay like okay cricket has a certain association there is bcci there is so much structure yeah. organization yeah. uh government muscle everything right to yeah. do 
But the entertainment industry in the country has been purely growing on merit. It's merit of that filmmaker from that town writing that story, fighting all odds, coming to make that film and coming out there. So I think that's, it's pretty ridiculous that we're doing that even today. Today, you wish that there was a more serious approach yeah, yeah, to it. Yeah, serious and not, approach to it. There's always that frivolousness, right? Like, I mean, it's changing, but... There is because if a government, if a bank doesn't recognize your industry well enough, mm. or if the government doesn't recognize your industry well enough, then it's, then what's the fun? That's true. And it's a country that has like 10, 12 entertainment industries in one place. Yeah. It's bigger than anything that's happened in the world. Yeah. And I just feel like it's just growing by itself and yeah. not really having a, a good... Yeah, what uh, is it going to take for it to actually yeah, get yeah, to that yeah, place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Is there any big regret that you have in life? I know you're someone who's done everything that you wanted <laughs> to do, but if you have to think about one regret. I think school or no, not school, really college. If I, if I had a bit more... Like, if I actually took that time a little more seriously than I did, I just feel like I would have been shaped as a different person. Mm. Because now it's like I go back to college when I'm working technically, right? And I was like, shit, if I just knew this, <laughs> this yeah. if I just moved through this class, well, right, yeah. I would have had so much more knowledge. But because I think when we are younger, the seriousness of what that education medium is doing in your life isn't explained really well. Mm. You don't know how... And where you'll use them. Mm. You kind of get lost. At least I got lost because of that. And I just feel like if there is a more structured way of saying it, I would have done it much better. And I think that's the only regret. That I didn't learn enough things growing up. Yeah. I had to learn them while growing yeah, up. Yeah, but also I think the education system is changing right now. Then, yes, it is. It's, it's is pretty good. fascinating actually. It is, The, right? the way yeah. it is. Yeah, I'm because looking forward to it. Working with this new generation of people. Yeah, because when I was studying, I remember before my geography exam telling my mother, how is it going to help me? How is chemistry going to help me? She was like, if you keep saying this, you're not going to study at all. <laughs> but today when I see like younger kids and the way the approach to an oh, exam, yeah, yeah. it's changed. It's, it's, it's exciting. It doesn't feel so tedious. So, so I'm actually working, just started working with a group of ninth graders. Uh, mind creators. No, ninth. Ninth, ninth grade. So okay. they're in the ninth grade. And they actually are building a platform. And so I'm investing in their platform and it's it's everybody from ninth grade. How cool? Why ninth grade? They, I mean, it was a school that had an entrepreneur program for okay. their kids and I met them and I was pretty blown because first I thought I was meeting a bunch of kids. Hmm. And for like 10, like once their pitch was done in about 20 minutes, I, I started treating them like they were adults and hmm. they were, it was the same conversation. Hmm. And the fact that they come from a different time, fully, they have a different way, they come from a digital age that they're, the amount of information that they can capture, they can put, is very, very different from what we were. So I just feel like that's more necessary for me in my life, where you know what, how the younger people think. That is that is so true because I was sitting with my niece the other day and I was doing these questions. She gave me a few questions for yeah. the show and I was like, oh my God, she's in the ninth grade again. Yeah, so they, they think very like, Look at them, man. I don't yeah. think in the ninth grade I had that kind of yeah. perspective also. And I think that we should give credit it's, to the education system it's pretty, today. It's pretty phenomenal. No? Yeah, yeah. I've observed and I could be wrong. I feel like you're taking it a little slow in the acting de department. Is there something oh. new that's brewing or? So it's like this, right? I always did cinema that was very new from what the industry did back in the day. Mm. So now what was new then has become regular now. So I'm trying to figure out what my new is. Uh, and so we spent a lot of time actually. It's been almost a year and a half or two in development. I start filming Jan onwards. 
So I have a period gangster drama that comes out cool. that I start filming soon. Oh, nice. so yeah, no. The the fact was, I just wanted to do something that's really different. Uh, see, now what's happening is, I mean, in some odd ways, we were the one who's who started that whole exercise of South Indian films landing up across India and setting that pan Woo-hoo, Indian yes. tone to it. <laughs> now, because of so much cinema that people see, yeah. unless you're able to break the clutter very, very interestingly. It's no fun anymore. Mm. So I so that's so that's so my next round of cinema is that. Oh, interesting. So if you have to give a piece of advice, because I know how many people look up to you. So what's like that little advice that you'll give for people who are just like entering the business of movies, let it be filmmaker, actors, or anything. Well, I have different advices for different people. Which one? Okay, <laughs> actors. Well, I think today is a very different time for actors from when I started out because. Hey, there's so much more than just cinema. Mm. There's OTT that's taken a fully different rung of meters. Uh, that kind of storytelling has changed. So I feel like now, if there is serious skill on craft, if you consistently and the avenues of getting there are very easy. Earlier it was very difficult to get heard. Now it's very easy to get heard. I mean, whether it's YouTube, whether it's anything in the digital world, it will. If your skill is there, it will get to the creators somehow. So I just feel like you shouldn't stop doing things. Just go at it. Doesn't matter if it's big or small. Keep, keep playing roles. Be be people who understand characters and just keep going. That's all. And for the filmmakers out there, find your voice. I think that's more important than anything else. Don't try to be a a filmmaker like somebody. And today is a time where newness, diversity is accepted well. And I feel like there's no better time than now to tell your stories. Again, don't be. Worried about big stories, small story, big film, small film. Just keep telling stories that are awesome. Basically, hone your craft. And yeah, just hone your craft and just be at it. See, because earlier to make a film was very complicated. Mm-hmm. And where would you release it? Where would you distribute? Now today you can make a film here, put it on YouTube, and you know there's everybody will watch it if it's good. Right. So I think the mechanism has changed very much. Yeah. Uh, it's everything is disrupted, so skill doesn't stop. Correct. Accessibility is also easier. It's very, to very, very. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You're so cool, man. Thank you. No, really. <laughs> Before I let you go, mm. I want to know mm. how will you rate yourself, Rana, as an actor, Rana as producer, investor, and Rana as a friend? I think my friend would be top. Whatever, whatever good ratings I can get, I can get for that. The other two is a consistent learning, right? I just feel like you're. Now, see, today if I look back at something that I did, I'd probably do it better. But if I look back at some things that I've done, this is actually a conversation I had with somebody very recently. Like, there's a certain sense of innocence when you start being an actor. Like, what I had in my first few films, I don't know if I can recreate that anymore. Mm. Because there was a certain magic to not knowing, and now I don't know how to go back there. Mm. Uh, so I just feel like you learn, unlearn. Uh, so as long as you're able to convincingly play the character you're playing i think it life will keep going on how cool i'm sure people know rana is an actor amazing rana is an investor producer amazing i will give you a 10 on 10 for thank rana as a friend thank you thank you because so i know how busy you are this is a really new podcast for me you made time to no, come no, no, here happy, happy and do this it's purely based on friendship and i really 
admire that side of you that's going to take you places and thank, thank you. you so much with thank everything thank you and you, this was awesome and yeah, thank you for the sandwich thank <laughs> you thank you with everything you say i felt like i was learning something i'm going to be using all these little tips you've given me in business life work and well, everything well i hope else. it works out thank you man thank yeah. you so much thank, thank you. you this is awesome